Welcome back to the Gen Z Hockey Podcast with your Sahar and Lucas. Um, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Leafs lose three for the first time since um, Sheldon Keefe has been head coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, three in a row, yeah. So it's the first time they lost three in a row in regulation since, uh, like, in the entire Sheldon Keefe era of the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is interesting, I guess. Um, we lose for uh, we lose to Vancouver, then we lose. 4-2 to Vancouver, and then we lose 4-3 to Winnipeg last night. Um, some interesting things is Hellebuck had 36 saves. Uh, Matthews has 20 goals now. Um, uh, I think 20 the goals. The third line looks great. Zach Hyman is a goal scorer now, apparently. That, How, he just dangled everyone like when yeah. that happened i was oh that was that was crazy but what i wanted to what i wanted to say is i just want to look oh shit i was wrong um i thought i thought so so the leafs while well, the leafs next game is the is the halfway part halfway mark of the season so he so matthews has scored 20 goals in 24 games so so he's been slacking he's got to pick it up he's got to pick it up he's gonna hit that 15 50 i don't i don't think he's gonna hit 15 i th- I Can would I, love. I just want to. Him. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm crossing yeah, my fingers. I, I'm crossing you my know? fingers because, realistically, to hit 15-50, he only has to get like five two goal games, and he's done lots of five two goal. Like he's had lots of two goal games. Austin this Matthews season. is the king of two goal games. He just yeah. can't. He can't score hat tricks, which is the ironic yeah, yeah. part. Yeah. Uh, he's the king of two goal games. Uh, let me just add on uh, just the the standings. He's yeah. He's currently. He's currently in the lead with 20 goals, five on top of Tyler Toffoli, who is in second. If he's not going to hit 15, 50, I just want him to win the Rocket Richard because I think I think he'd be the first Leaf ever to win the Rocket Richard. Yeah. So it's also like I, if he's held like all, I don't really care if he wins like he gets 15, 50. It's it would be great if he does it. I just want him to be healthy for the playoffs. Like that's that's what I'm more worried because like the regular season doesn't really matter for the Leafs. They're going to make the playoffs either way. And um, don't look at me like that. It's 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 gonna happen. Like there's there's the chances of that not happening is like ninety seven percent or something. Like it's something I know. ridiculous. I, oh, the, the chances of it happening of, of it not happening is like three yeah. percent. The chances yeah. of it happening is ninety seven percent. But just uh, I want I just want them to get out of this little rough spell, and then I'll then I'll be like on the bandwagon once again. Okay, you know, so for the people the that Stanley think Cup we go the teams that think that the Leafs are in a rough patch, I think they are. Because um, so from last night's game for four uh, three loss to Winnipeg, um, the high danger chances were twenty two to six for Toronto. Twenty two to six. That, just let that sink in. Like that's... Uh, I, James Myrtle put some sort of like a heat map, and it was just like in in the Winnipeg zone. It was like it was Leafs like Leaf scoring chances. It was like all red, and then the the Jets were like all blue and green. Like like the no, their, no, no. It was their scoring dark chances were, red, like it was dark, dark red, friggin' then... you know like Aries level red, and yeah. and the Jets like oh can I and, and then the and, Jets and, zone was like light green, light blue, and it was only hot in the areas where they scored from. Which was like, yeah. Um, and, oh my god, some of their goals were like actually funny. Yeah, like the okay. second goal, the second goal that Matthews kicked into his own net, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, the fourth goal, like Freddie, I'm sorry, I know Mason Appleton is an NHL player. It's Mason Appleton. That was not Nick Ehlers. That was not Pierre Luc Dubois. You got yeah. dangled by a third liner who no one outside of Canada knows. Like okay, that's embarrassing. So, I'm sorry. Yeah. 
I think, um, I think, okay. So this team has been sloppy. I think like, so the team, like it was just been sloppy. That's why they're losing games. It's they're sloppy. So the Connor, uh, Connor, Jesus, Kyle, uh, Connor. Kyle Connor's goal was just a sloppy change. Oh, it was a terrible then, change. It was terrible. Um, then Morgan Riley, Morgan Riley gave it away, I think, for the fourth goal. And then, uh, some, something happened. Yeah, something like that. Then pr- previously against Vancouver, Mitch Marner gives it away twice. Oh, my God. And they score. Oh, and then for some reason, William Nylander is like, oh, we have to trade him because of this terrible game. But Mitch Marner literally gave away the puck twice. That led to two goals. And for some reason, oh, it's William Nylander's fault. Here we and, go again. Yeah, it's like I don't want to like, Mitch Marner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So you this heard team it here first. Sahar hates Mitch, Mitch Marner. No, I don't. It's I'm not. No, I'm I'm going on a rant about how the team is being sloppy, and you're trying to be like, oh, I hate Mitch Marner. I don't. He's played really well. He's the lead scorer on this team, and I don't like for for what he's getting paid. If he performs like this for the rest of his contract, I'm happy. I have no complaints. Except in that game, it was two of his, the two goals were his faults and everyone just starts ragging on Nylander for some reason. And I don't understand why. That's why I'm so triggered. I understand, but it's just like, it's an easy target. That's why it's because, you know, well, if if Nylander didn't get the delay of game penalty against the Vancouver Leafs would have won. That's the crutch that they stand on. the delay of game, which then I think they tied it up 2-2, I think. And then... It was two two. It's like zero zero. They're even. But and then Mitch Barner lets two. two. It would have been yeah, exactly. Or yeah, that's a good point. But it would have been two two, whatever. And then Mitch Barner gives up two, and then it turns into a two four game. Like yep. it's it's Mitch Barner has more influence on them losing than Neilander did. And obvi- and okay, for the first thing, the way he was shooting the puck and the stick, it like he wasn't trying to get over the net. Like it just like took this weird, like angle off it and then went over the net. Like you can't blame me for it. And also if, if this team is so good, why didn't they kill the penalty? Yeah. That penalty kill needs to friggin' wake up. They stink. Like, it's they it, it, that penalty stink. kill. Okay. The penalty kill stinks. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. The penalty okay. St- team uh, penalty uh, kill no. stinks. It, it has not looked good has not looked good at all in the last couple of games. They got to fix it because the Leafs play a really aggressive penalty kill. They play really a really aggressive. Pe- there were two there were two times where they had like a 2 on 1, but they didn't even get a shot on goal. And I'm just like, I don't care. I know you're trying to pass to the open guy. Fucking t- take a shot, do something. Do something Jimmy V like okay, J- I'm not going to brag on Jimmy VC. He's actually he's actually had a really good couple of games. Like that he like has. okay. But like, so I, I think it was, I want to like just two names that are coming to mind. Like I think like McKayev and Engvall, like they're trying to pass to each other. I'm like, okay, Josh Morrissey is clearly taking out the passing lane. So don't pass it. And they, yeah. and they pass it and then it goes nowhere. Take yeah. a shot. And if, it, and if it goes nowhere, then you haul ass back to the, back to the offensive zone. There's too many times where like, there's a two on one, they try to pass it over. It gets stopped. And then it's right up the other end of the ice. And it's a three on two on the power play like that. And that's why like, like I, I'm watching. Like, all right, here we go, here we go, and nothing happens. So t- take your sh- take your shot. I know they're a little worried of, oh, if I miss the net, it wraps all the way around. Okay, then shoot it. Then shoot it at the goalie. Shoot it on the net. 
do do one of those one of my favorite plays in hockey is is the shot pass off the goalie's pad that goes right onto the player's sit try try to do that yeah. and if you miss it and if the goalie sta- saves it and they collect the rebound you haul ass to the other side yeah yeah it's it's i think this team is just in the slump i don't think this team is bad we've seen how good they play i think the big guys i think there has to be a line change when it comes to the top two lines i think something has to like something they have to change something because as good as Matthews was last night, he scored two goals. Amazing. The, the See, was it not really? It was really interesting how the two goals Matthews scored were very non-Matthews goals. Yes, but that means he's he, he's diverse. He can be in lots of positions and score lots of goals, even with a busted wrist, apparently. And like him still well, working that off. So like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's this team like has been good. And I think they're just in a slump. I think there has to be a game where they just blow the team, the blow the team in front of them, just completely de- demolish them. Like the Winnipeg Jets, I think uh, came back harder because they got destroyed by Montreal seven one. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think um, Matt, uh, I think they're gonna come back. I think something is gonna change in the lineup. I think they have to like just either move Nylander or move someone because. Just the two top lines aren't doing anything right now, and um, so then what would you would you want? Would you would you want Willie to play with Austin and, and Marner, and then have no I, I, no that wouldn't work. Um, I'd have Thornton, Matthews, and Nylander, and then Kerfoot, Marner, and Tavares. I know, I, I know that that makes the most sense, but God, Mitch, Mitch and Austin played so well together. Um, yes, but, okay, but like, okay, okay. I, I would I'll agree with those lines. I think if you switch them, that would that would work. However, um, you have to have Austin and Marner. You have to play Matthews and Marner on the power play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I get. Yeah. It's aren't they on the power play together anyways? Yes, but it's like if you if you break up that line, keep them together on the power play. Then so give give them some give them some time together. Yeah. No, I think like I don't you think I don't think this is a long term like change i don't either i think it's i think it's just to get like the two top lines going again because they're not doing anything and they're not being very productive and um i don't know if it's just me but like i've noticed that like matthews has been on the ice a lot when they've been giving up goals so yeah 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 um so not not just matthews more just like the top lines have been on the ice when they when they when they've allowed goals Yeah, yeah but I think I, I want to say it was Zach Hyman who said like everyone goes through rough spells, and I'm yeah. like you know what like like he's right. This is the first okay we're we're all, we're halfway through the season basically, and this is yeah. the Leafs' first three game losing streak of the entire season. Actually, the entire time, Sheldon Keefe has been a head yeah, coach, but like but yeah, but the the first three game losing streak of their of the entire season, and yeah. we're halfway through it. Like that's yeah. that's impressive. That's that that is somewhat impressive. Yeah. So. And don't give me this. They're only playing Canadian teams. I don't care what your stupid opinion is. But it's also like this team is so much better than every other team that that shouldn't be happening. But yes, that that's that's, that's true. Now I think that I think it's I think we can all agree that there's only one person's fault that this is happening. Freddie. No. Who? Oh. Chris Johnston. Yo, I saw some crazy stat about that. I thought I saw it was like. Uh, after Chris Johnson like sent that tweet out, the uh the Canadian division is a combined like f- uh 
six and 13 or something like that. I don't remember. Someone tweeted it. And like, I don't know if I saved it or not. Here, let me find. Try it's find Chris it. Johnston's fault. I care what anyone says. Because Chris Johnston said that the Leafs look like a juggernaut now. And they have since been 0-3. So if I'm going to blame anyone, it's going to be some stupid Toronto reporter. What has he ever done in his life except everything amazingly? And done it is like the most respected. Him and Friedman probably the most respected at sports that when it comes yeah. to breaking trades. Uh, but no, it's Chris Johnston's fault. That's nothing so, to do with Frederick so, Anderson falling off a cliff, apparently. Freddie has not been good. Like he's, no. he's, oh, he's oh, he has not. He has not been good. Um, but what are you gonna do? Um, yeah. Uh, hope, second. hope, and pray that Jack Campbell could turn into a brick wall. Yeah. Um, but he, he Freddie has to be better. Like the his performances oh, and, and recently he, haven't no, been great. No, he knows it, and, and, and yeah, like, he knows. He's obviously. fully aware of it. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of Chris Johnson, um, one second. Um, <laughs> he broke that um, NHL and ESPN uh, reach a seven-year um, seven-year US TV deal. So that's big for hockey. Hopefully, that's going to bring in a lot of viewership because being the third string on ESPN is being is better than being uh, the first uh, first string uh, on like NBC or whatever, NBC sports or whatever. So that's going to bring in a lot of viewership and Mm -hmm. that's going to be good to see because we need more hockey fans because this sport is slowly dying because of less fans. But yeah. So, so the whole problem with NBC is because the Leafs or the Leafs, the NHL was not being broadcast on NBC, they were not being broadcast like how Sunday Night Football is broadcast, where they are on you know NBC, the national broadcasting channel, the one of the biggest uh, you know American channels in the world when it comes to anything TV, dramas, comedies, yeah, yeah. anything like they are the prime slot at eight at eight twenty. The NHL was on NBC Sports Network which is a very, very different thing than, than regular NBC. It's very different. And I heard that that's, that's a real reason as to why there's less viewership because yeah. it was because NBC sports network is so much different than what just natural true NBC is. Yeah. The NHL and LB on ESPN finally, finally yeah. will be so good for the league because they will be on the yeah, the biggest, biggest uh, in the states, uh, yeah, in the states, the biggest, yeah. yeah, the biggest sports channel in the world. Yeah, they will. Uh, like, let's look it, at ESPN the, right now. Where where so is the ESPN, NHL? And when, when? So ESPN also is owned by Disney. So Disney's going to be pumping cash to make this product better, um, and just bring like bringing stuff in, and it's going to be it's going to be good to see. Um, that we're so, actually going to be have some coverage. I you're going to be able to see. You're going to be able to see Stephen A. Smith talk about the NHL on Thursday night hockey, or Friday night hockey, or Saturday night hockey, whatever they're going to be putting together. It's going to be great. I, um, maybe maybe Wednesday. Okay, so I'm on ESPN right now. At the top bar: NFL, NBA, soccer, NCAA, NCAA men's, NCAA women's, MLB. The three dots. It goes boxing, college sports, golf, NBA G League, Olympic sports, recruiting football, uh, WNBA, 
CFL, cricket, NASCAR, and then the NHL is in Jesus. the three dots. It's in the three dots bubble. It's basically at the bottom of the three dots. Jesus, that's terrible. Um, wait, go over like the main, main, like the main one. Uh, like the main, the main six that that. Yeah, that first, so like the top first, six. Okay, so, so the top six that before that that come before the three bubbles is the NFL, NBA, soccer. Not nothing specific, just soccer. So I'm gonna assume that means like, um, I I, I want to assume I don't see I think MLS that's just, in like the three dots. So I think it could I'm be assuming like MLS, that's yeah. EPL, I think it's MLS and then all like international soccer. Yeah, MLS, EPL, La Liga, all that stuff. Uh, NCAA men's uh, anything. And then NCAA women's anything, and then MLB. So I think they're going to get one of get rid of the one of the NCA or NCA, and then they'll make that into two, or they'll make that yeah. into one. So they'll just it'll just they'll be just NCAA. combine the women's and men's into yeah, one. They'll just like, combine that. and hopefully, like, oh, uh, like that'll be like, and then let me, and then I want to click on the NHL stuff, and like, and. Yeah, there's barely there, there's like it's it's all American teams, which is like that's that's fine, but like no. So uh-huh. I was watching, we were watching the Super Bowl or something, and then I was watching, we were watching the ESPN stream, um, and they had highlights from hockey. It was like like three seconds, but they did have highlights, which was interesting. So now they're gonna be like, when you're gonna see your morning highlights, you're gonna see all the NHL games, which is gonna be great. So sports center is going to be all like NHL is going to be there. It's going to be great. Um, and that's just going to expose more and more to like just audiences to the game of hockey. So hopefully we bring more viewership and we don't become uh, ir- irrelevant anymore. <laughs> uh, so, so let me just go through Chris Johnston's article. Um, ESPN is believed to have reached a seven year deal to become one of the league's media partners starting next, starting next season. Yeah, so they're going to have multiple league uh, reports. Um, a key part of this, there was no confirmation from the NHL on an agreement that that is uh, expected to see ESPN get the rights to broadcast four Stanley Cup finals between 2022 and 2028. How old are we going to be during that time? <laughs> yep. Uh, um, plus, plus streaming rights for Disney. So literally you could watch, you could watch, could you not watch like, NHL on Disney Plus? Um, maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, financial terms uh, of the deal weren't immediately available, nor was it clear uh, which other media company would split the, the package with ESPN. Uh, NBC currently pays $200 million annually for exclusive U.S. Uh, media rights that expire after this season. So it looks so from that, it, it very much looks like uh, ESPN is going to be a is going to be the um, main partner, the, the, the main U.S. partner uh, coming coming next year. Huge win for the NHL. It's gonna yep. be. Uh, you can only just hope it's gonna be a buttload of money for the for the NHL. Oh, it's because, gonna be truckloads of money because and we all know the NHL needs it badly. Yes. It's also ESPN um, has to renegotiate the NFL um, contracts. Because they're mm-hmm. going to be bringing in 17 games, uh, 17 games per season, so they're going to have to renegotiate that. Um, they're also we're bringing in Seattle, yep. so they're going to have another team where they're going to have to broadcast. So it's going to be a truckload of money. It's going to be a fat check. It's going to be a fat fat check. Hey, um, 
good for the NHL because we yeah. because like I said, Gary and that whole team, they Gary and Bill Daly need money. They need yeah. lots and lots of it during this time. Uh, I know that a lot of I know a lot of uh, arenas south of the border. We haven't been able to get some in Canada, but I know most of the arenas south of the border have been able to have fans. Um, uh, definitely, you know, dispersed and at some sort of capacity. And I know that's that's a good sign, but it's it's not enough to get them out of the hole that they're in. So ESPN is going to help a buttload. Yeah. Um, so uh, talking about money and truckloads, um, sounds like helmet. Uh, this is from Thirty One Thoughts. Ellie Freeman. Sounds like helmet ads are here to stay. And uh, best projections are strong, and some of the other make goods like tarps ads on the glass will disappear once fans return. So talking about that uh so, sorry can you say uh, uh tarps and ads like uh um tarps and ads on glass uh will disappear once fans return okay um have you noticed the helmet ads all, all year no realistically i no. i couldn't i couldn't care less there there it doesn't it's, it's sometimes notable noticeable when it's like this weird color combination so it's like if it's if it's like um, if it's like the Canadians and then they have like Bell, or, yeah. or and then it's Blue Bell, that's kind of noticeable. But if it's the same color, I don't even notice it. Like, I, it's I, no problem. It, to, to me, it's not a problem. I don't see it yeah. being anything anything ter- terrible. Uh, gotta make revenue, and that and that's uh, that's that's just that's just what it is. That's just how it, yeah. that's just how it, it works in this in this world. It's if you're gonna if you're gonna complain about it, well sorry <laughs> like yeah. i don't know and i don't know why people choose to complain so much about it because i haven't noticed it and i've basically watched all basically watched all the games this year yeah um so talking about um just finishing up on the leafs um so after thursday toronto has five games in 14 nights which will be a nice reset uh for the team uh it would uh this is from 31 Thoughts. Um, he just listed a couple of um, like players that um, could come to the Toronto, and the it looks like Toronto could be moving to, to bring someone in just to like uh, reinforcements. Um, Matthias Ekholm, uh, Philip Forsberg, uh, Mikhail Grablin, uh, Eric Stahl, and to Mark Stahl. So that, those are just the players that he listed. So. Now, what do they need more? A top six forward or, or another defenseman in your um, eyes? I would, okay, so uh, preferably I would bring in just a top six forward. Me too. Um, adding, a, okay, if there's like a cheap, like, okay, so now this year it's going to be a buyer's market. For most years, it's a seller's market because there are more teams that want to sell than those teams that want to buy. This year, there's going to be... Oh, uh, no, sorry. There's more sellers than buyers in normal years. This year is going to be more buyers than... No. Yeah, I don't... I don't... Yeah, I don't... I don't think that that's, that's where it's going because a lot yeah, of people can't... A lot of people can't buy this year. So what they were saying is those teams on the... Like, on the crust of, like, making the playoffs and stuff... Uh, they don't. Ha- they have the no from uh, upper management to go and add players. So the whatever the te- your team is, that's what your team is. So I think if if we can add like a bottom six defenseman, just 
just in case like injuries and stuff like that happens. Um, that would be nice. And also I want to bring in a top six just to top six, what top six, top, top forward? six forward, just so that like something doesn't work on one uh, on the Tavares Nylander line, just to like figure something out there. Or if you're going to bring in a, uh, another player, I would just bring um, like Eric Saul or someone to fill in the third line center um, position. And then, yeah. Now, I I think that the Leafs could actually benefit from an internal matter. And the internal matter being Wayne Simmons seems somewhat close to returning. Yeah. I know he's so, not okay, a so- center. I know he's not a center, but... The third line, I think Engvall centering that third line, I think he's done a pretty damn good job so far. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, though the puck never goes in for him, Ilya Mikheyev's been been really, really good. Yeah, like against the I'd Winnipeg really game, there was like that line had so many chances where the puck almost goes in, but Hellebuck just does crazy saves. And that just, it's not fair. It, it wasn't Hellebuck. It was Chris Johnson's voodoo curse. Yeah. Sure. Um, <laughs> and, um, and, and and Zach Hyman's been been a beast back there. Um, and then the fourth line, uh, the fourth line I can only really remember is it, it, I think it's like VC Spezza and Boyd, something like yeah. that. And I and it's like I don't hate that either, but I just think like God, when Wayne Simmons comes back in, I don't know who I'm I don't know who I'm kicking out. Yeah, probably Jimmy VC. It's probably Jimmy VC. Sadly, Jimmy VC. Yeah, um, because I like Boyd. Boyd, I like how he, he plays. He's, and... he's earned his. He's earned. A, he's earned a permanent yeah. spot on the team. He he really yeah. has because he's played because he's played well enough. So. I don't. I would be a fan of getting Eric Stahl. I, I would. I would see it making sense. I just with 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 everything surrounding it, the quarantine, the you know the you know you know the 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 staying you know staying away from the team, you know not really knowing where he fits in, just this and that. Just I don't know if I'm the biggest fan. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm the biggest fan of of giving up assets assets to get him, which. Which leads me to another point. Like, can we give up on this whole Taylor Hall thing? Because I don't even know if I want him. I, I, yeah, I don't want Taylor Hall. I don't even know if I want him. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't. Someone think I want else. Him. Someone. Okay. How, how funny if he goes to Edmonton? How, hilarious. No one has the cap space to bring in him. I know, but just, just, just play dumb with me. Play dumb with that, me. Sure. Edmonton. Yeah. How funny. funny? How funny is it? He goes to Edmonton. That'd be hilarious, but like, that's not gonna happen. Like, so. so Someone's gonna overpay for him. I just don't want it to be the Leafs because I don't I don't see him fitting on the team, and I don't see him being as as good of a player as as we think he's gonna be. No, I. I what do you mean by overpay? Like at the trade deadline? Well, yes, overpay for uh, someone's gonna overpay for him at the at the deadline. Like the Leafs will have to give up. I don't like, think just, so. I don't. I don't think I, anyone I is gonna go for Taylor Hall because he's at an eight million dollar cap hit. You have to make that work. And I don't think management, if you can save money for your management, you're going to be a hero. If you're bringing in more cap space, you're not going to be a hero. And first of all, I don't think many teams have the green light to bring in um, cap. I know that range, like the richer, the richer teams do have it. So like Rangers, Rangers aren't in the playoffs. So like, I don't think uh, Toronto, I don't know about Montreal, but like, I know Toronto has the green light to bring someone in. And I don't know what other teams are. I don't think anyone has the space to bring him. That's what I'm just saying. I understand what you're saying. However, you are very much overthinking. Underestimating how how dumb GMs can be in times of desperation. 
I don't know. I just someone. I think someone's going to get... do it. I I really think someone's going to do it. It's going to be a terrible move. It's going to be super dumb, and they're and they're going to pay for it. Yeah. I there's going to be there's going to be one person. There's going to be one. I don't know. I don't think so, but just chaos, absolute chaos. I, I like. Oh, that's we love I, chaos. I always want that on trade deadline day. It's just yeah. chaos, but like we never get it, and we're probably not going to get trade it. Trade deadline year. this year is going to be garbage. It's going to be oh, worse. it's going to be so be bad, so boring. See, I have a feeling. I have a feeling like two weeks before trade deadline will actually be somewhat entertaining. Like leading yeah. into trade deadline will be a little more, but the actual day is going to be terrible. Yeah, but um, I like it's 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 what it is. That's that's the unfortunate thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's a bookend thing. Some other updates or just stuff around the league. Uh, Jack Eichel is out for at least a week. Uh, Elias Patterson is out for another week. Uh, Roman Yossi is uh, up out for upper body injury week to week. Um, and then we have um, Patrick Kane wins a thousand games or plays a thousand plays, games. plays a thousand games. Uh, I was um, talking about this with my dad and I, I and I, I tend to, I, I actually, I agree with him now. First ballot, right? He's got to be a first ballot, right? Yeah. He has three Stanley cups, three, three cups, a heart trophy. Yeah. He has a heart. Could've, trophy. Does he have, he could have a second. He could have a second. Um, so, uh, he has a uh, he won the Calder for, rook, yeah, for a rookie. Okay. Uh, I think he actually has an Art Ross Trophy as well. So um, yeah, I think he's yeah he's a first and he, first ballot, and he could yeah. arguably win the Hart Trophy this year as well. Yeah. If like if Connor slows down, yeah. But like uh, he he's a first ballot, and I think I think Jonathan Tabes will. See, I, I'm more sold on Kane being a first ballot than Jonathan Tabes being a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, like. I think it depends how much games has uh, Dave's played. Same uh, amount or less? Hold on. Let's hockey. EB. Uh, I'm back at ESPN. Uh, Jonathan Toes. I remember, like, I can only assume, like, everyone thought his last name was Toes for the longest time. I, that's um, never come across my thing. But okay. Oh, that's that's... That's that's funny. I clicked, I clicked hockey. I, I thought I was clicking hockey DB, but it came to IMDB. <laughs> okay, can you just like hurry up, like Jesus? Okay, um, you know what? Stop yelling at me. How about that? So one thing that did suck is they got like that 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 thousand games got ruined because they lost to um, they lost to Tampa. No, uh, Dallas. They they lost Dallas. to Dallas. Okay. So that kind of just bummed uh, them out. So Jonathan Taves has um, 815 points in 943 games uh, and three cups to add on to it. So I think uh, I wouldn't necessarily put him at the first ballot, but I definitely put him in there eventually. Sort of, kind of, Who? Kind of Taves, Taves, Taves or? Yeah. Yeah, Taves. Taves. Yeah. Yeah, I think Patrick Kane, like he he is going to like, he is first ballot. Like uh, I don't mm-hmm. think anyone's going to be debating that. Yeah, And also like, this isn't the end of his career. Like he can still play another like five seasons and rack up the games to like, if he gets 1500 games then he's automatically just first ballot. I think it's like 32 or 33. Like, I mean, that's considered old, but like 32. Could... Yeah. Let's say he plays a 36. It depends on how he's feeling because like, it's weird with hockey players because some players are going to just play until like they're 50 if they could. But, <laughs> Joe Thornton. Yeah. And then there are others that just like, they had their run, their contracts over, and then just go out and just disappear and don't like go into the wilderness and then come back like every once in a while just to show up. But yeah, mm-hmm. 
Um, so for the 2021 draft, it's unlikely that it's going to get pushed back. Um, and then there are some new lottery changes. So if we want to go through that. Um, so the board is preparing to make changes to the draft lottery. Uh, the number of picks determined by lottery will decrease from three to two. Um, uh, yeah. So basically w- what that means is, so for the past however many drafts, I'll use the Austin Matthews drafts uh, in a, just for an example, there were three lotteries you can win for the first, second, and third overall picks. Uh, Columbus won three, the Jets won two, the Leafs won, won the first pick. And it's been it's been that way for a couple of years. Now it can be you can only win the first and the second pick. Uh, if yeah. I'm if I'm yeah, yeah yeah I'm thinking that right. Okay. So basically, like if you're the third worst team, you get the third uh, overall pick. Yes. Um. Then no, starting... no, that's not that's not necessarily true because like if someone's below them and then wins the first overall pick, they get pushed down. Oh yeah, no, but like okay, let's say perfect case scenario, like the worst team gets the first overall pick and the second team gets the second overall pick, then, then the third then, team yeah. would just get the thirteenth, the third, uh, third overall pick. Um, and then starting with the twenty twenty two draft, teams will be limited to uh, to two uh, advances up to either the first or second uh, second pick every five years. So basically. You can only so you can't to... be like the Oilers and win and win the draft lottery four years out of six. Yeah, so that's not gonna happen ever again. Um, um, so, you, so, so if you want to follow the Oilers, so if so, if you don't want to be like the Oilers, then this is good because you're yeah, gonna so win all the draft lotteries and do nothing. Like Detroit got screwed a couple of times because they were just historically terrible last year, just, and they just Detroit didn't, got screwed. Didn't get and the then overall. So pick. did Colorado a couple of years, a yeah. couple of years before then. And then you'll only be able to jump ten spots max. So if you're yeah, 15... And, and so so that that to me I kind of like because I we were seeing crazy jumps. I remember I remember the Flyers, uh, the Flyers a couple of years ago were, were like I think they either like barely missed the playoffs. They were like like 13th or 12th or something and jumped all the way to two yeah. or, or like, the, yeah. And it was just, it was, it was a crazy, crazy. Like jump. even like, the Rangers last year, like they jumped. The like, Rangers technically made the playoffs. Yeah. And they should have got their first overall pick. So that's good. Um, which means that like shittier teams are actually going to get the first, uh, have higher chances for the first overall pick. So, so this kind of, does this, doesn't this like endorse tanking in a way? Like it promotes um, it. Uh, I think, I think it made tanking more fair. Yes, <laughs> if that yes. makes sense. Um, or it gives like the teams that are actually bad a higher chance of getting better. Because because the NFL doesn't have a draft. The NBA has a draft lottery, but the NFL doesn't have a draft lottery. So if you're the last yeah. place team, you have the first. You have the first overall pick. I think that's the best way of doing it, because it just you get the first. Actually, I don't know. But yeah, see, uh, but the thing is, the draft lottery—the draft lottery—is supposed to be there so that so that you're not rewarded for tanking in a way. Yeah. So, I mean, in a way, in a way, I like it, but it's like, but also, but it's like, then then why do we tank? If we're Detroit, why did we score? Why did we only get thirty-eight points or whatever yeah. the hell they got? Yeah, yeah. So, hey, I don't know. It's a different. Uh, it's it different. is what I it like is. It. I guess. Yeah. I it's it's different, and I like it. Uh, so I like some of the changes there. Yeah, and then also like we're not gonna have like the whole Edmonton thing, which was just ridiculous. And then they got rid of half their first li- uh, first round picks, <laughs> and then 
it, it is what it is. Um, so one last, or yeah, um, we're coming up on the midway part of the season. This is from Elliot Friedman again. Um, and I do the heart first because the filters down to the rest of the ballot. So here's, uh, here's his general, um, like overview of who I'm considering. So it's just general view of who he's considering. Uh, uh, Alexander Barkov, uh, Fleury, Jesus, Marc-Andre Fleury, uh, Victor Hedman, Patrick Kane, Mitch Marner, Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, uh, David Pasternak, Mark Stone, and Andre Vasilevsky. What do you think of those? For the heart, yeah, you said? for the heart, yeah. Okay, I, I don't know how Alex Barkov's doing. Uh, I... I that just shows how little I paid attention to. The, I think he's doing other... pretty good. If he was in well, Elliot Friedman's the... for hard talk. Yeah. Well, it's because the, the the Panthers have actually had a uh, had a really good um have, have been really good so far. Uh, so what do you say, Barkov? Can can you run down the names again? I'm sorry, I I uh I kind of I kind of forgot uh, them. Barkov, Mark Andre Fleury. Okay. Victor Hedman. Yeah. Patrick Kane. Yeah. Mitch Marner. All right. Austin Matthews. Connor McDavid, uh, David Pasternak, Mark Stone, and Andre McFlurry. Uh, Andre McFlurry, Jesus. Um, Andre Vasilevsky. Andre McFlurry sounds like a really good uh, McFlurry at uh, yeah. McDonald's. Um, so this is where I'm gonna. Dis- uh, I- I'm not a huge fan of the of the. Jeez, of the Barkoff pick because I don't even see him in the top of point in the top point score. I see Jonathan Jonathan Huberdeau is actually like. Uh, he's, he's three points. He's three points behind uh, uh, Matthews. Looks like he's having a good season. Con- oh, Jesus, Connor, like, relax, dude. Yeah. Um, and uh, okay, and Vasilevsky and Flurry. Like, I, I see that, dude. Connor Halabak, if he keeps playing like he did yesterday, who mama, who mama, he, yeah. he, he got a heart. I, okay, so first of all, I don't like how he how he's playing so well. That's not good for the Leafs because we have to play them two more times. Uh, second of all, is he might actually go for the um, not hard trophy, but um, Vesna, Vesna again, which is just ridiculous. I do not want to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, I do not want to see them in the playoffs because that's gonna be ridiculous. And he, we might just get goalied. And oh, one more thing is, th- have the Leafs been getting goalied like a lot? I think we got. Rec- I think recently because they got goalied last night. Like we got goalies in Vancouver. Oh, Jesus, Mitch almost, oh, Mitch almost tied the game. Like, oh, it was incredible. And then the first Vancouver game, Demko definitely goalied them. And I I think so. But, but another thing is like, okay, if you're getting goalied, just fucking fire everything at the net and just, I guess something has to go and get a dirty goal. They really were firing everything at the net, and it just yeah. did not. It just wouldn't go their way. Oh, it was so frustrating. Also, I was thinking, like, do do people just say we got goalied as an excuse for how the team played shitty? Yeah, 100%, that's what I was do. thinking. That's a hundred. Like, remember when they got goalied by Dave Redditch, and people just said, "Oh, they got goalied, dude. They played terrible. They played yeah horribly." He was good though. Like, we played terrible, but he was like good. Where like to the point of like actually. Yeah, I don't know. They, they lost. Okay, so the first game against Dave Bridge, they lost three nothing. Oh yeah. Okay, so we, they we just played. We just played. They played terrible. The second game, we he, he the was second really game, good. He probably he probably played better, and then they and yeah. then the Leafs won in overtime somehow. Yeah, some, and then by he some lost miracle. it. And then oh yeah. So is that is that all you got? 
Uh, yeah, I have a bit of overtime, but uh, do you have anything you want to talk so about? I, I have something that I think is a little interesting. So I think that this was posted This was posted after Claude Julien got fired. So what, a week and a half ago? To, uh, maybe something like that, yeah. So it was posted by Josh Clipperton of the Canadian Press on Twitter. I, I've meant to bring it up a couple of times and just totally forgot. It's the, it's the odds of the next coach to be fired. Okay. And, the, and how I'm going to read them is like, Least likely to most likely? No, most likely to, to least likely. To the least so likely. at the top of the list of most wait, likely. Wait, wait, wait. What? Before you go, um, is this like across the league or just across in the league, Canada? Across the league. Okay. I, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I read off, I'll read off some of the names that we'll, that like, like... And then we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So top of the list of most likely was Travis Green. No, that's stupid. And I, I very much disagree. They said that he's at a three to one odds to, to get fired. I very much disagree. I don't think that he's. I, I yeah. I don't. I think don't he's... think that he's been the the main issue as to why he isn't. Jim Benning yeah. is. I think Jim Benning is. He he's got to go. Like he's. I think his time in Vancouver is run out. Can, can I ask you? Like I was. I asked this to Trevor. Is Jim Benning the worst GM when it comes to free agency? Uh, like currently. Yeah. Yeah. On. Easily. On July on July first, he is the worst GM possible to have. They have a two and a half million dollar player in the AHL. They have a six million dollar player on the taxi squad. So that's Vancouver. Louis Erickson. Who's who's the two and a half million dollar? Is that uh, I don't know. I was listening to a podcast and like that's what they were saying. I'm not sure. Because um, I know that I know that freaking Louis Erickson. I say this all the time. Like that contract was going to be bad, but at least uh, we were thinking, oh, at least for like maybe two years, it never was good. At the at the start of it, it was bad, and it's just gotten worse. Yeah. Like, oh, he's he's so like that's that's one of the biggest mistakes of his entire tenure in in Vancouver. Jim Benning is an amazing drafter. He's amazing at, at, at drafting players. Like he, like the gems he's gotten, he's gotten you know best your Bessers, your Horvats, your Pedersons, uh, Hoglander. Hoglanders looked amazing. Uh, yeah. In the games that we've seen, just and there's probably some other players, but. On July first and the trade deadline, unplug his phone. Just unplug yeah. it, throw it, in, throw it in the ocean. Where, where'd my phone? You know, Jim Benning has such a weird voice. Where'd my phone go? He sounds like Donald Trump. And I went, where'd my phone go? Oh, I don't know, Jim. I don't know where it went. I don't know. It just, it just disappeared. I don't know where it went. Okay, I can't do one second. Um. Wait, wait, sorry, sorry. What are you looking? What are you looking at? The okay, whatever. That's uh, the the two million dollar player at uh, it's, AHL. It's, whatever. It's okay. Um. So, so two was John Hines. Uh, three is David David Quinn in, in the on the Rangers. Fourth, I also disagree with DJ Smith. I don't think he. I don't think he should be fired. Um. Okay. Wait. Uh. Number two was John Hines. Who does he? Who, uh, Nashville. Nashville. Um. Nashville's just bad as a team. So like, yeah, I don't know I if the coach they, they just, get they fired. just lost it. They really just lost it. Yeah, and, they lost and, it. And then the Rangers, the Rangers just aren't good either. And no, then the, the Rangers Ran- just aren't good either. I think the Rangers head coach should get fired. Oh. Because he has Capo Caco. He has uh, Alexi Lafreniere. And neither of those players have been doing anything wild. Like, how is uh, uh, Alexi Lafreniere? When we're done this, when we're done this, I'm going to talk about Lafreniere after, after this. Because I have, How is I have he a... not, like, the, the top player in the Calder Cup uh, for the Calder Trophy? Like he's he's not like he's he has I think he has like th- two goals or whatever like he's not I mean like not having Panera definitely hurts them and I don't really want to talk about that because that's a that's a that's a conversation I don't really know much about um and no but it's but not the, even that like he hasn't been playing with Panera 
Well, he's yeah, but I guess even when Panarin was in the lineup, he wasn't playing with him. Um, and just that that team is that team is weird because we really, I really, I've been on the Rangers train for a while. I love how they constructed their team. Like last they, they got so lucky. He has seven points. He has four goals, three assists in um, twenty-four games. Like that's not okay. good. And Capo okay, Caco. but like, who's he playing with? He's playing with freaking uh, Ryan Strom and and uh, probably Capo Caco as well. Like those are so, those aren't players to drive offense, especially if you're playing the Bruins, yeah. Penguins, and uh, Capitals. Yeah, yeah. Nine times, nine ten times a year. And I okay, so I'll talk. I was going to talk about Lafreniere later, but I'm going to talk about him now. I think the. I think that we as fans and media need to um, need to take away the, the 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 stress of being a first overall pick. We need to we need to take it take it away because not every not every first overall pick will score four goals in their first NHL game. Was did did we just pass like the peak of this generation's um, first round picks? Meaning, meaning McDavid, Matthews, um, and and that's and that's what that's the point that I'm trying to make is since Matthews, tell me a first overall pick that you've had where you go, this guy trans transcends hockey. This guy is a a world renowned talent. Yeah. So since since we've had Nico Heischer, who's good, yeah, he's he's good. He's the captain so, of the team. So uh, here, this is okay. So, um, so here, I think, yeah, I think we. Like the peak of the 2010s is over when it comes to the best players or like players that do an incredible impact. So here is, okay. So this is like in the 2000s, it was like every single year it was someone wild. So 2009, John Tavares, 2008, Steven Samkos, Patrick Kane, Eric Johnson, um, Sidney Crosby, Alexi, uh, uh, Alex Ovechkin. Uh, Ovechkin. Mark Andre Fleury, and then Rick DiPietro, Ilya Kovalchuk. Like, there's just every single year, it's just a banger and a banger. I love how I love how it's like, oh, look at all these great players, and then Rick DiPietro. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's um, a hilarious story. What happened? What happened with him? And right after Ilya Kovalchuk, Jason Spezza, second overall. Yeah. Uh. So here, and then this is for the 2000s. Like, it's not been good. Like, it's 2010s. Taylor Hall. Yeah, 2010. Yeah. So Taylor Hall, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Neil Yakupov. And then it was just five years of just banger. um, a banger. So Nathan McKinnon, Aaron Ekblad, Connor McDavid, Austin Matthews, and Nico Heischer. If we want to, and like, then Nico, he's a good Nico player, Heischer, but he's not Nico Heischer. He doesn't trans. He doesn't transcend hockey like like McKinnon, uh, McDavid, Ekblad, and Matthews do. Yeah, I, and I, then Ekblad, Ekblad for defense. I'll say that he's he's very he's a very good defenseman. He's a very yeah, good yeah. defenseman. He's not Eric Carlson level sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but like, and then you go. So it's Heischer, and then after him was Rasmus Dahlin. After him was Jack, Jack Hughes, Hughes, and, and then Lafreniere. now it's Alexi Lafreniere. All four players. Nothing. Nothing that's. G- Is it good. because they're not centers? Good. They're good, um, but like they're not. They're not like world brucking. Uh, maybe that that could that could be why. But I just oh no, Jack Hughes was center. Yeah, that's what I thought. So, and, and, it's and also, the, the point that I'm trying to make is, 
it's unfair to compare first overall picks to past first overall picks. Yeah. You can compare Matthews to McDavid. I'm fine with that because they're similar players. But like you can't be like, oh well, Alexi Lafreniere has done this. When Austin Matthews was in his first 23 yeah. games, he had done this. It's a different, it's a different, you know, it's a different animal. It's you all know? I think I think we've been spoiled for the last couple of years. Like exactly um, the, the like the number one of first overall picks have been amazing, but they've also had like second and third overall picks that like are also amazing. Like Patrick Line, uh Dubois, uh Eric, not Eric's um thing. Um God damn it, Sabres. Um oh uh Eichel. Eichel. And like they've having many like second, third, like overall picks that have just been amazing. And um Mitch Mitch Marner was fourth overall. Yeah, Mitch Marner and like we've just been spoiled of these like amazing players that haven't like that are just like now in the like in their like, not prime but coming up into their prime so may, i think we've just been like spoiled by having so many good players and recently we haven't seen that we haven't seen like jack hughes yeah. uh, no quinn hughes is probably one of like the the guys that just stands out when he got drafted a bit lower but like he wasn't the first overall pick and he's he's mm-hmm. but but he's performing like a first overall pick can I tell you? Can I tell you something really funny? I think there was a player on uh, on the states in the World Juniors named Jack Quinn, and my dad yeah. was convinced. And my dad was convinced he was a Hughes brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was a Hughes brother too. I, I think <laughs> I was watching one of those games or whatever. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Um, okay, um, who else wants should get fired? Yeah. So, so, I, so, so, just wrapping up that that's I think that's. I I think that it's I think that it's not fair to be like oh 23 games seven points bust idiot loser you know you know, get him off the ice takes time. Takes time. Also, yeah. can I say this kid's, this kid's 19 years old playing, playing hockey in the biggest American market. Yeah. Like that's, that's not, that's, that's not, that's not debatable. Yeah. Um, but we had Matthews and he plays in the biggest, biggest. Everyone keeps saying that, uh, New York's the biggest hockey market. I, like I, I have the biggest to see American the hockey market. It's the biggest but, American hockey market. Yes, but I'm saying as a like as a hockey market in general, I think Toronto it is, is the it biggest. It is Toronto. It is Toronto. Yeah. No, so he's biggest American market. He's playing on a team that arguably like it's not good. This team is not very good. Yeah, they don't have any centers. That's why I'm thinking that Jack Eichel is probably going to the New York oh, Rangers. Oh, I would love that. I would love that. If he accepts a trade or if uh, he asks for a trade. Can I say fourth overall? In the middle of a god gosh darn Panini, you know? Yeah, like he's he's playing in the middle of, of a pandemic. Like it's yeah, yeah. like you never imagine your first season in the NHL to be with no one. You imagine your first yeah. goal, your parents watching, yada yada yada, and like there's no one, there's no one watching. Yeah, and you're in the middle of a weird pandemic time. So, I think that I think that we should like lay off of lay off of Lafreniere and don't be so quick to be like bust, you know. Yeah, and I and I think next year's class, whoever gets whoever gets drafted first overall in 2021 is not going to be first overall. But no, or I like I don't know because of like the lack of scouting. Next this year is going to be a weird year for the draft, mm-hmm. and there w- there could be some hidden gems that go in like the second or third round round that are just absolute like amazing. But because of this year, we don't know that. So we'll see. How what I'm goes. saying is, any anyone who plays next year who was just drafted in 2021, don't be so quick to judge them after having no junior at all. Yeah. Yeah. After not playing at all. All right. So that, that was my little, my little thing. Um, so DJ, DJ Smith, coming back to the coaches that might be fired. Uh, DJ Smith, I disagree with too, because Ottawa's, Ottawa's just bad. And, but I think he does a really good and job also, with those players. 
they're not actually that bad. Like the Sabres really have less points the, than the Ottawa. Ottawa. The Ottawa Senators would kick the shit out of out of out of the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, yeah, and the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, because Ottawa tries every single game. They're like, we have yeah. nothing to play for. What's the point? Buffalo and Detroit have stopped. Yeah, they just they have gave stopped. up. Um. Uh, Jeff Blashill, like the, the the head coach of Detroit. I mean, every, I think everyone in Detroit should just like yeah, kind of stop. I, I don't even even like I don't think that counts because they're like purposely tanking. And Ottawa also has a lot of young players, and goaltending oh, so isn't that great. I think if they had better goaltending, I think they'd be able to like do more damage. But their oh, goaltending is terribly. Um. Uh, uh, Ralph Kruger in Buffalo, like, yeah, he, the, he, he should, should have been be fired. number one on the list. He should he have been should fired be, three, three weeks ago. He should be like a hundred percent that he, this guy's getting fired, but yeah. Not um, fired. So, and then here's, here's another one. So right under Ralph Kruger at 16 to one odds is Mike Sullivan and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, I don't know that that's a tough one because like the team, like they're, they're such a weird team this year. Okay, so first of all, they're using like their 12th and 13th string defensemen Defense. because they're just so destroyed. Like Cody CC's their like most known defenseman that's on that team. Like, um, but offense apparently he's playing has, well. Good for him. Yeah, apparently. Um, but offense has been pretty good. Kapanen is just on fire. Like, I don't know what his stats are, but he's been scoring lots of goals. He's, and yeah, he scored last night. Yeah. So I don't know. I think that's a weird, um, weird, like it's a weird, like just all, everything kind of is weird around the team. Like they got rid of, um, um, they got rid of their GM and all this other stuff. And well, you know, if that, if that old GM was there, if he was going to trade someone, there's no way he would be able to, he would even consider getting more than market value for this player. Because yeah, you're not so, supposed to win trades. Yeah. So if you guys don't know what he's talking about, uh, go listen to the last podcast because that, like, it's at the end of the last podcast and it's just great. Oh my god, I it's cried my laughing. favorite thing. Oh, it's one of my. Uh, oh, Cap- it's one of the holy shit. Capin is pretty good. Twenty-two we... games, seventeen points, seven goals, ten assists. That's not did, bad. Did we not? Did we not know that was going to happen? Like, no, we knew it was. I knew he was good, but like, uh, he's. Putting up points and good for him. Good, good for okay. If you're playing with Crosby and Malkin, you better put yeah, up that's something. Actually, that's, a, that's a good point. I, um, I wish him all the best. Like, like I, yeah. I love Captain and I, and I like how he's succeeding. Andreas Janssen succeeding on the really bad New Jersey Devils. Yeah, he's he's also putting up a, a couple points. So. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think that's a weird team. It's they either like if they, they don't make the either... playoffs, if they don't make the playoffs, then I, then I think he's gone. But. <sighs> Maybe if Ron Hexel wants to bring in a new head coach, maybe. But the team, I think the issue is with the team itself. I don't think he is the problem. The team, he led them to two Stanley Cups. So, like, I don't, I, he's, I don't think he's a bad coach. I think it's the team around him. Is I think it's the same thing with uh, tra- uh, Travis Green, where the team is just not as, like, it's not good enough to, like, even if you have a good coach, the team is bad. Like, you can't do anything about them. We'll see. We'll see what like. Um, I mean, I I guess. Yeah. Uh, who else is on that list? Uh, under him is Jeff Ward, so that shows just how far away that. List. So he was obviously he was can't under Jeff Ward was is John Tortellini. So I. Here, here's here's what I think that Yarmo. They should have fired him. 
Yarmulkek Linen has a decision to make at the end of the season. Do I want to go with Patrick? Do I want to go with Patrick Linen, or do I want to go with John Tortorella? You know what? What should have happened? He should have had this decision with Dubois or Tortorella. Yes, one hundred percent. He should because he should have now he's searching for a center. And now it's the center. If he wants a proper center, he's going to have to pay up. And that's going to cost him more than what what would have been firing Tortorello. And I... Jeez. And so you're faced with the same decision is, is do I want do I want Pierre-Luc Dubois or do I want John Tortorello? Okay, I clearly don't want Pierre-Luc Dubois, so I'm going to trade yeah. him. Now, do I want Patrick Lyonet or do I... Like, you're in the same... Like, you're in the same... Uh, you're in, in the, the same, same position. Pickle. You're in the same yeah. pickle, if you will. Yeah. And so they have to make a decision of if I want, I, I need to choose which avenue. If I want Patrick Lyonet, I'm going to do whatever it takes to re-sign this guy. And I'm sorry, John, you're done. Yeah. But if I want John, then I'm trading Patrick Lyonet. Can you imagine Lyonet is on three teams? He's, he's on year. three teams in one year yep. in the middle of in a, a pandemic. Yeah, that'd be wild. So then, okay, so I'm re-signing Tortorella and then I'm sending sending Lyonet to whoever, whatever contender wants him. Imagine... Yeah. Oh, this is this is gonna this is gonna piss off so many people. Imagine him on the Capitals. That'd be disgusting. Oh my god, Line and Ovechkin. That'd be Line disgusting a- on the power. But play. the thing is, okay, but that but but now that makes no sense because it's like who's gonna take the who's who's gonna take the one timer? Both of them. Both Those of them be passing the back time. and forth. It'll be both of them. Just the be, yeah. Oh, uh, that's that, gonna be that would, Oh, that'd be so that that'd be so cool. Um, him on the Penguins, I could see too. Jesus. Um. But I don't I, like. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that turns out. But I think they should have fired Torello. If they should have kept Dubois, Dubois is a player that you want. He's he's doing really well on the Winnipeg Jets. We saw last night how he's playing. He's doing really well. He looks like he's having fun, and he actually wants to be there. They should have fired Torello because Dubois is a once not a once in a, he's he's a once in a generation type of player that. If you get him, he's on your team until he retires. And they messed up big time by allowing him to get like to this position. Like I think there should he bought a house in Columbus. I think he wanted to stay, but he they messed up. They should have. They should have. They messed up. Uh, that's all I'm saying is they messed up. Uh, so then under and then under John Tortorella, funny enough, you say that is Paul Maurice. Um. No, why? Uh, there's the second team in this division. They're playing relatively well. I don't. Well, I don't understand why they would fire him. Um, I think uh, an issue with Winnipeg is I think there is something in that locker room that some players just can't handle, and but others can. Like Dubois, we have seen no complaints, no nothing from him. He's he looks like he's doing. I haven't a good heard time. a single peep out of Pierre Dubois since he got traded. Yeah. Um, but there, I think there are some locker room issues in Winnipeg because there are a lot of players that just don't want to stay there and don't want to resign. But um, I don't see any reason for Paul Maurice to get fired. He is he's he's been successful there, and from the way things are going, he looks like he's doing a good job. And um, hopefully, the Leafs turn around. But Winnipeg could catch up to us. So. Yeah, uh, and then the last one at twenty-five to one was Dave Tibbett for the Oilers. That one I could see. That one I can see, but it's also like he's it's kind of like this whole thing where like he's he's doing the best what he can with the pieces he has. So yeah. And like 
Like they, they don't have. We saw how they, the Leafs picked apart the Oilers. Yeah, like they, they only have two good players on the like they have two like amazing players and that if those two guys aren't like doing everything there, that team doesn't do anything. And uh, that that's, that's a problem. Like you're not going anywhere in the playoffs. If that happens, like, like if the Leafs made the playoffs and our top two lines are go- not going, we have a third line. Thank like now we have a third line that like can somehow put up points that we don't know about. T- t- uh, Hyman is just putting up lots of goals and that's great to see. And we have something that like can like at least put up a couple of goals. But like we have a power play and then the third line, if our top line isn't going, um, but they don't have anything like their power play, their power play is their top lines. And then their third line is a nobody and their defense is not great. Like we saw what happens when you put um, Ethan bear on like the second line and he just gets destroyed. So I, I, I don't know how much you can blame that on the coach. Um, but uh, I don't see how long McDavid is going to be dealing with this because he looked really frustrated when it came to playing against Toronto. And I don't know if we can accept him because Joe Thorne has 97, so he might have to switch yeah, to like yeah, a 96 yeah, yeah, yeah. or yeah, 69. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, that that's that, that was something that was just uh, that was interesting. I saw finally was able to remember to bring it up. But uh, yeah, so I think I think that's interesting. I would. There are definitely some on that list that I could see get fired. I, I thought that I, I swear to God, I thought I saw friggin' snow that fell out of my window. Um, uh, but I could, I, I could see, so I, I could see Mike Sullivan at the end of the year. If the, if, if the Penguins don't make the playoffs, which I don't think they're in a playoff spot at the moment. I, I don't uh, think they are either. And also the Penguins haven't won a true playoff game since 2018. Yeah. So they we'll, won, we'll they see. won one game against the Habs. In the qualifying round, okay, no, they're yeah. they're in the playoffs, dude. Boston has fallen. They're they're only fourth in the in the East Division. One second, let me find the where are the standings. I can't find the standings one. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, Boston is Boston has fallen. Uh, Pittsburgh's third. Uh, Washington is second. The Islanders. You sons of bitches are in the first place of the East Division. Holy, they're good. Shnikes. They're good. Holy shnikes. Yo, the Leafs are tied with Tampa right now for most points in the league. Yeah, uh, and uh, New York is with thirty six. Vegas is thirty three. Yeah, Carolina is actually thirty seven. Florida thirty six. New York thirty six. So uh, we're in the race still. Um. So yeah. It's uh, Tampa also has like all the teams below us and above us has uh, extra games in hand. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, because friggin' the Leafs couldn't like get COVID. <sighs> Bullshit. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> That's the only okay. reason they have games in hand is because of all the friggin' COVID, COVID issues. Yeah. Um, so let's go into overtime. I think we kind of start overtime with that list, but um, let's go into overtime. Um, I have this great quote. I think you saw on my Twitter. Um, Mark Mathot oh um, from the Ottawa Senators decided to tweet this out, which was great. Uh, if you guys want to check out my Twitter, you'll see my response. Um, Ottawa will have a much better team than Toronto in two to three years. Won't be close. Mark, I think your bias is showing a little bit. Just a smidge, buddy. Like, yeah, he, he played. So Mark Mathot played on the Senators for a long time, played with Eric Carlson. And 
I think your bias is showing a little bit there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't see how that I don't see how that's gonna like I didn't like I saw that and I just kind of rolled my eyes at it. Like I don't I don't see how that because like it's okay, two years from now they're still gonna have Matthews, they're still gonna have Marner, they're, they're gonna still have gonna Nylander, have they're gonna have Tavares. and Tavares and Brody and, and Muzzin. Muzzin and Riley, I think hopefully. Um, Riley maybe because he'll be a UFA maybe, in two years, yeah. but I don't see how we'll have Sa- Sandine. We'll have Sandine and, and Liljegren and like yeah, they'll still have really really good players at that point. Who knows? They could have freaking McDavid by that point. Like yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know who the Senators are gonna have. They'll have like because the they'll have their young wanna... guys. Okay, they'll have their young guys, but honestly, like who who's gonna want to sign with the senators what like actual star wants to sign with the ottawa senators see one thing is i don't think they're going to be as good as the toronto because they have matt murray for the next five years so i don't like i think they're gonna have to get rid of matt murray if they want to be good but we'll see how that goes yeah i don't i i definitely disagree with that i don't see how that could be i don't i don't see how that's ever gonna happen yeah um uh tim and friends uh, replaced Tim and Sid. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on that. Oh, I liked, I liked it. I liked uh, Tim and Friends. I liked, uh, uh, I liked the the rotating Jesus, cast. The the yeah, the repeating cast. The Rolodex is what I was. The Rolodex of uh, of broadcasters coming in. I love Donovan Bennett. I loved uh, Danielle Michaud. I love. Uh, I, I liked the whole. Uh, I liked the, the the people they had come in, and. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. Tim's just such a likable guy, and I, yeah. I, I really enjoyed uh, what he was, what they're doing. And I, I, I watched uh, Sid Sixero this morning on BT, and God, he just he nailed it. He nailed it so good. Nailed it. He was good. so good. So so good. He played. He, he did. He did so well. And and uh, it was it was so cool to see him. Um. And uh, what last thing is uh, there was an article on uh, Sportsnet on five five most disappointing teams this season so far. What would you say the five most disappointing teams are? Montreal. Rangers. Canucks. Predators. And we'll go with, uh, let me just check the standings. Uh, who else? I don't know. Uh, fuck. Uh, we'll go with the Dallas Stars. You got three out of five. So he listed, uh, yeah, that's a pass. Uh, he listed Canucks, Sabres, Flames, Stars, and Predators. Who expected the Sabres to be good? I don't know, but he he put maybe so was, because of the signing. Is this free? Who is this? Um, one second. No, it's it's someone else. Um, like I I didn't expect the Sabers to be good at all heading into this season. Like I I thought I wouldn't think that would be this bad, but I didn't expect them to actually like be good or anything because like they were in such a such a good division. I didn't I didn't expect them to do anything. Um. Roy Boylan. From from what? Uh, Sportsnet. Okay. Um, not 
uh, personally not familiar with anything. So what was it? What did you say? The Sabres, the Canucks, the Stars, the Predators, and who else? Uh, so Canucks, Sabres, Flames, Stars, Predators. Flames. Flames, Flames I could see because, like, I – I wasn't too high on them, but I didn't think that they would be this underwhelming in this. I think of this, this list, um, I think the Flames and Stars are like the most like most disappointing because Canucks, they took a step back. They uh, the Canucks fans were expecting them to be better than they were, but they took a step back. Sabres, I would like they don't have goaltending. They didn't have defense. They did sign like a couple like players that are good and could help the lineup, but the go- the coaching there is just butchering that team uh and the predators have uh, i i i was expecting them to be on the de- decline and was not expecting them to be anything good but the stars like they went to the finals the stars were two games away from the stanley cup yeah and now they're not very good covid did hit them they did come out until flying start but then that they kind of got disappointed and the flames is probably the most disappointing team that's to me what the mis- most disappointing team is they didn't have a coaching change. I don't know how much it's actually going to like affect them. And I think something's wrong in that locker room. And I think that's the issue. The team is the team has the pieces to succeed. They have a number We've one. We've said that for tender. years. We've no, said I, for years that they have the pieces to succeed. And they just no. can't. Yes, I understand. But like, I think this year they like, they have the proper, like they have the proper goaltending. They have defense from Tanev. They sign the thing. They have depth when it comes to, um, Jesus, I just blanked on Leave Scoring. and they have a bunch of other uh, depth uh, depth signings. So I think uh, Brad for living, right? Uh, GM. I think he, he, he has to be gone. No, I think him, him as a GM, he put together a good team, but he sucks at hiring coaches. He is the worst He's coach had, hire I've seen. He's had like five coaches, I think, or something. Four like that. coaches since 2016. Yeah, that's almost like that's, that's almost like a coach a year. Yeah, that like he is the worst. He sucks at hiring coaches. Um, so I think Brad leaving. If they don't do anything, I think Brad leaving is gone. I think the head coach is gone. The one that they signed. Um, uh, what's well, Daryl Daryl Sutter. Well, they signed yeah, Daryl Sutter, Sutter for like three years. I don't know. Oh uh, Jesus. Um. No. So he, so it's like yeah. They had freaking Glenn Gulitson. He was throwing sticks into the stands. So they got rid of him. Then they had Bill oh, Peters. Jesus. Weren't Remember they him? fighting on the ice? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Glenn Gallison was like, was like, he was Just yelling at the team. He was like, "Have it. you seen the?" He was like, "Have you seen the Evan standings? Let's effing go!" He literally throws his stick into the stands during yeah, practice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then they had Bill Peters, who left for very not good reasons, and found out that he was a not good human being and at all. He like statistically, he was never a good coach. Like he, he that, did that, not that have was a winning main, record. That was the main thing. It was like yeah. he actually just isn't a good coach. And then all these things came out. We were like, yeah, he's you should it's a not terrible, terrible. He's, he's actually a terrible also. human being. It was the same. It was the same thing we said about Babcock. Where it's like we didn't want him fired because we thought because we knew he was a terrible human being. We just wanted him fired because we knew he wasn't a good coach. Yeah. Like his record was not good. Uh, and then he had uh, Jeff Ward for the, the the last year, basically. And now he's got and now he's got uh, Daryl Sutter. That's four. That's like four coaches. That's four coaches since 2016. Yeah, it's wild. It's pretty. It's pretty wild. Um, but yeah. So I think I think yeah. I don't know. But the, like then the whole thing is like, what do you do with this team? Like, because they have like a core, but then they also have a lot of young uh, or a couple like younger players and like. You're not rebuilding. That's one thing. Like you're not. You're not thing. You're, 
you have to bring in something like I don't even know what you do well, with that thing. I think we're gonna have to take a deep you're dive. You're gonna into commit to flames. a rebuild. You're committing to a rebuild if you trade Johnny Johnny Goudreau or if you trade Sean Monaghan. Yeah, so I'm assuming like uh, they get have to get rid of um someone. Yeah, you'd be idiotic to get rid of Kachuk, but like if you're do, gonna get rid of someone to bring in like reinforcements for now, that's who you get rid of. If you're getting rid of Kachuk, I know, I know a team uh, to the west of you that would be all over that one. Would you send Nylander for Kachuk? He just left the podcast, so that's 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 it thing. Um, but no, it's a, it's a legitimate question. Like, would you? Would you, it's a legitimate question. Like, would you trade for like Kachuk no. for Nylander? No. No. Oh. I don't know. Not one for one. Definitely not one for oh, one. Obviously not. But like if there was a deal, would you like? I would look at it. And if it wasn't up to snuff, I would throw it in the trash. Because you're sending Nylander back home to his hometown of uh, Calgary. Calgary, Alberta. Alberta. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll we'll think, we'll see how the Flames bounce back with their new head coach. They did have a practice and stuff, and everyone was feeling good. So we'll see how that goes. Didn't, um, so, think, something, happened, something happened with Daryl Sutter where he like didn't understand Zoom, and he was like, oh. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." He was not good with the camera. Um, but I just shook my camera. Sorry. For me. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Right. Thanks everyone for listening and um, not watching. We don't, we don't post anywhere. Um, we probably have to start doing that, but whatever. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on Amazon um, Music or no, Amazon Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Please share, like, and uh, let let a friend know about this podcast because that's how we grow, I guess, every day. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll be back. I had the date um, next Monday, and then there's gonna be like a week break between like the next games. So we'll have three games to talk about next Monday. So that's that's when we're back. Uh, thanks for listening and check us and uh, see you guys next week.